Amen. That means y'all brought your Bibles this morning. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. We believe in toting Bible, bringing Bible, reading Bible, and standing on the Word. Amen. Amen. Open up with me this morning to the book of Luke, chapter 10. We're going to start in verse 25, and I'm going to read down through verse 37. Today's message is going to be called, Go and Do Likewise. Go and Do Likewise. We're going to talk about uh, the word compassion today. Yes. Anybody ever heard the word compassion? Yes. yes. That word compassion means to have pity. It means to have an inward affection. Yes. The Bible talks about the bowels, bowels of our compassion. Yes. Jesus was moved by compassion many, many times in the Word. When he seen the multitude, when he seen them hungry, when he seen the sick, when he seen the multitudes that were lost and didn't have no shepherd, he was moved with compassion. Yeah. And when he was moved with compassion, oftentimes he was also moved to do something for the people. Yes, that's right. So we all, the church today, could use a little bit more compassion. Yes. So today we're gonna we're gonna try to stir up the compassion that's inside of us to do something good for somebody else. Yes. Not just me and I. Amen. We need to do something for somebody else. That's Amen. Right. Amen. 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 The Bible said, Jesus said, it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Than it is to receive. Amen. That's right. There's a blessing in giving. Amen. Yes. There's a blessing in doing something for somebody else. That's right. Other than yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. I've been blessed through the years. People really have blessed me. I mean, I've, I've had uh, people do some great things for me in my life. But I was really moved by being able to return that blessing to somebody else Amen. later on down the road. Amen. So I like right. to be a blessing. Yes. Amen. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Amen. Right. Amen. And you are blessed to be a blessing. That's right. Look for opportunities because they out there everywhere. Yes, they are. So here we go. Luke chapter 10, verse 25. This is the parable of the Good Samaritan. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Jesus said to him, what is written in the law? What is your reading of it? Verse 27. So he answered and said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind, and Love your neighbor as yourself. That's right. Amen. And he said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this and you will live. Do this and you will live. Amen. There's something we got to do. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right. Not just listen, Get up and do but it. do. Yes. Verse 29. 
But he wanting to justify himself said to Jesus, Who is my neighbor? That might be your question today. Who is my neighbor? Who do I need to be caring about? And Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Some people don't want to get involved. That's right. <coughs> and the sad thing about it, the folks that need to be involved don't want to be involved. That's right. This is a priest. Uh -huh. This is a man that's been called that's right. by God and anointed by God to help people. That's right. But when he seen this situation, he passed by on the other side. If this man was on this side of the road, he eased on over to the other side of the road. Yeah, he did. And he passed on by. That's right. Like he didn't see him. Uh-huh. Passed on by. Sometimes we've done that. Yeah. Passed on by. Verse 32. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. Here's another one that ought to got involved. A Levite is one that works in the, in the temple, uh -huh. taking care of the temple, taking care of the things of God. He should have had enough compassion, That's right. enough love. Yeah. He's, he's loving the temple. Yeah. He's loving serving in the yeah. temple, but he ain't loving his neighbor. Don't get us answered. Who is my neighbor this morning? Mm -hmm. Verse 33. But a certain Samaritan as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion. Everybody say compassion. Compassion. The Samaritan had something that the priest and the Levite didn't seem to have. Compassion. So when he saw him, he had compassion. Verse 34. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds pouring on oil and wine, mm -hmm. and he set him on his own animal, brought him to an end, and took care of him. Verse 35. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. Amen. So which of these three, which of these three do you think was a neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, he who showed mercy on him. Come on. And Jesus, the King of Kings, and Lord of Lords said to him, Go and do likewise. Amen. Yes, amen. This morning I want to talk to you about going and doing like Jesus was doing. Amen. Preach it. We got to be willing to have compassion 
on those that need compassion. That's right. Amen. That's right. Sometimes when we see things, we got to be careful not to get ice cold in this world. Amen. Come we got to make sure our heart don't get ice cold. That's right. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, verse 12, he said, because of lawlessness, uh -huh. the love of many will wax cold. Yeah. Y'all hear that? Uh -huh. This is in Matthew chapter 24, when he's talking about the last day's signs to be looking for. Come on. Yep. And after he talks about earthquakes, famines, and pestilence, and all these things coming upon the earth, and wars and rumors of war, one of the other things he said is a sign uh -huh. in the last day. He said, because of lawlessness, there's going to be a lot of lawlessness in the last days. Yeah. We are in the last days. We are experiencing a lot of lawlessness. Yes, we are. A lot of uh People doing what's wrong and not what's right. That's right. They ain't living by the good book. They ain't living by like the good Lord wants them to, 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 to live. They're doing whatever the devil wants them to do. That's right. They lying, they cheating, they stealing, they murdering. They doing all kind of crazy things in this world. That's right. If you don't believe me, turn on the TV uh -huh. and look at Fox News for about 10 minutes uh -huh. at 6 o'clock in the evening. Yeah. You'll see. Robbery after robbery, murder after murder, you'll see chaos everywhere. Yeah. They don't have no good news uh -huh. on the news. Yeah. Yeah. If you want good news, you got to pick up the good book. That's right. Because it's part of the gospel. And the gospel is the good news. Amen. Amen. The, the good news is the remedy for the bad news. That's, That's right. right. Amen. But we need to have more compassion in the church today. Yes, preach it. I want to. Try to stir up the love of God that's on the inside of you this morning. Yes. The Bible says in Romans 5 and verse 5 that the love of God had been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Amen. That means when we get saved that God pours His love on the inside of us. That's right. Amen. It's been given to us. It ain't something I need to pray about. That's right. It's something I need to do. That's right. Go and do likewise. Go ahead and go do and, and, and use whatever Jesus already given you. That's right. If you use all your love up, he got some more to give you. That's right. Amen. Come on. Come on. But I don't think you can use it all up. That's right. And the kind of love I'm talking about ain't ordinary love. That's right. Yeah. It ain't the, the, the love of this world. That's right. Yeah. It ain't filial love. Yeah. It ain't uh, 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 romantic love. Love, it's agape love. That's right, yeah. Agape love is God's love. God's love never fails. That's right. It never, it never compromises. No. It never comes to an end. Amen. Oh, it never fails. Amen. That's the love of God. Amen. And the lawyer asked Jesus, you know, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Mm -hmm. He came up with the right answer. He had some good sense. <laughs> He knew something about the word. That's right. Because he said, I shall love the Lord thy God with all my heart. Yes. With all my strength. Yes. Amen. With all my soul. Uh -huh. And I gotta love my neighbor as I love myself. That's right. 
Yeah. We all know we love ourselves. That's right. yeah. Amen. That's why we stand in front of the mirror <laughs> on Sunday morning for two hours putting on our paint, uh -huh. yeah. fixing our hair, Come on. getting our clothes all ironed up, yeah. getting our shoes all polished up, right. coming to the house of the Lord. I want to look good for the king. Amen. Amen. But he said, some people love God, but they ain't loving their neighbor. That's right. That's right. That's the truth. You can get religious. Yes. Mm -hmm. the, the priest was religious. Yeah. The Levite was religious. Yeah. But they weren't doing nothing. That's right. You can come to church all day long and look religious. That's, That's right. right. You can love the Lord. You come in here and shout. We come in here and dance. We come in here and sing. Yeah. We come in here and give, a, give some offerings. Uh -huh. But on Monday through Saturday, when we pass our neighbor in the street that's, that's right. broken right. down, yeah, yes. that's where our, we tell really what we got. That's right. Yeah, that's come right. On. Come on. Yes. Do we have enough love in us? That's right. Yes. And if we got it, why don't we use it? Yep. Instead of passing on by. Yeah. I like had a guy yesterday. His car broke down out by the road. He come walking up to the house with a gas can. My children said, that ain't a strange man walking to the house. <laughs> he holding a gas can in his hand. He coming to the front door. He coming to the front door. Daddy got out to the front door. <laughs> and because of the world that we live in now, we, we, we a little skittish yeah. about strangers coming up on our porch. Yes. Or if a guy has a flat tire, you don't even know now can you stop to help them. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many there's so much lawlessness in the world. Yes. There's so much evil in the world that the devil got them by hook, line, and sinker. And it wasn't long ago there was a preacher that stopped by to help a guy with a flat tire. And the guy stole his car and killed him. Yeah. The man was the good Samaritan to stop that man that needed help and the man that play, acted like he needed help yeah. killed the preacher yeah. for doing good. That's why the Bible, Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 12, because of lawlessness, the, the love of many will grow cold. Right. Yes. It ain't that we don't want to help people, we just scared they're going to kill us if we do help. Right. Man, I used to pick up hitchhikers all the time. <laughs> And bring them home. <laughs> they get, they get out of jail. I pick them up, take them to the house. <laughs> I'm trying to be the good Samaritan, but at the same time, you got to use some wisdom. Yeah. You don't want your family murdered. Yes. But we got to watch out for this thing that wants to steal our love. Though. That's right. That's right. The king never allow the church to to get their love. To grow cold. That's right. Even though there's so much out there that's wrong. Yes. We can't let fear rob us of our blessings. Amen. That's right. We can't let fear rob us of helping somebody that actually does need some help. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. So the good Samaritan, the one that was least likely, should have. He, if anybody had a right to pass on by, it would have been him. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Because Samaritan didn't have nothing to do with Jews. That's right. Jews didn't have nothing to do with Samaritans. That's right. Back in them days. But the priest and the Levite 
who should have been doing something for the man that was stripped, robbed, yes. wounded, and left half dead. The priest and the Levite should have been the one that I, I bet money one of these two guys here going to help him. That's right. If there was three of them standing there, the priest, the Levite, and the good and the man from Samaria, I probably wouldn't have betted on the Samaritan. Yeah. But he was the one that stopped and helped him. He bandaged his wounds. He showed him the love of God. He took his time. He, took, he got his hands dirty. Yes. Come on. He might have got a little off schedule. Yeah. Yes. He might have had to get somewhere. But before he, he went on by, he took care of this man. And sometimes we got to be, be careful not to be too busy and keep our schedule and miss the blessing of God on the way to the appointment. That's right. That's Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Because God will put people in your, in your, in your way. Yes. He'll give you opportunities mm -hmm. to show his love yes. and to show his mercy <coughs> and to show his compassion. That's right. He'll put people out there and it, it, we got to be careful not to miss the golden opportunity. That's right. The blessing. We, get, we can't just come to church on Sunday and sing three songs and yippee-yay-yay and praise the Lord and then go home. And then on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we pass by everybody that needs help and say, I got the love of God in me. Uh -huh. No, we ain't got the love of God in me. That's right, Pastor. That's right. We ain't got it. That's right. Until we begin to go and do likewise. Amen. Amen. That's what pleases Jesus is for us to go and do likewise. I remember, let me show you a few more scriptures before I give you some examples. Okay. Look at James chapter 2, verse 15. Anyhow, a man with a gas can that came up on the porch. He was, I don't know, might have been 19. And he had a gas can. I guess he was prepared to give out a gas. He had a gas can. <laughs> I don't carry a gas can around in my car. I plan on putting gas in it, but I don't know his situation. Everybody got a different situation. That's right. So he comes up and uh, he said, Man, I just gave out a gas that right here in front of your house, my car side of the road. He said, Can you take me to get any gas? I said, You got any money? He said, I got $2.50. I said, man, that ain't gonna get you too far. <laughs> that won't even buy a gallon. Yeah. No. Now, right? That's right. No. No. I said, I got the thing. I said, well, okay. I'm gonna, I told somebody, I said, I'm gonna take him to the <clears throat> down the road and get him some gas. And uh, then I got to thinking, I got some gas under my shed back there for my lawnmower. Yeah. I give him that. That'll get him started. Mm -hmm. So I gave him the gas in my can and and. Uh, I walked out there and he was sitting on, on the front porch on the steps and I, I, I got $10 out of my wallet. I know that ain't a lot of money, but I gave it to him. Yeah. I didn't have to do that. No. I gave him the $10. I gave him enough to get his car started. He got his car started. He got to the, uh, I guess he went and put $10 worth of gas in his car. That's what I gave him. It ain't, I ain't responsible for what he does with it. That's if, right. if he don't go and put the gas in, that's his problem. Yes, that's right. But I did what I was supposed to do. Yes. Amen. Yes. It, yes. it helped somebody. Yes, amen. So I can sleep at night. Yes, that's right. I can sleep at night. I was watching a TV documentary yesterday. 
before the dogs came on. <laughs> and there's a lady that does uh, investigating report, reporting. Her name is Maria something. Shiver? Yeah, yeah. She's good. Mm -hmm. Man, she she she's fearless too. Yes. Anyhow, she was doing a doing a, a study on the scammers in the world. Y'all know what a scammer is? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anybody not know what a scammer is? They call your phone. That means you are a professional liar if you are a scammer. That fits you. If you can scam somebody, you are good at lying. Anyhow, through this through this, I knew there were scammers in the world, but when I watched this, man, my eyeball really got opened. And man, I tell you, they were scammers all over the world. Some of the best ones, Cutie was in Jamaica. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say. And you know where the, know. one of the number one places in the world was? You ain't gonna believe it. Israel. Oh, really? Israel. Ask Maria. She did the report. <laughs> and she did, she went there. She was talking to people, and she asked this man that was scamming people for. He said he was worth over a hundred million dollars himself now. Oh my God! She said, "When are you gonna quit?" He said, "When I'm a billionaire." He said, "I'm gonna hang it up." Oh my. She said, "How do you sleep at night?" He said, "I can't." He said, "I can't sleep at night." He said, "I have a hard time sleeping." He said, "Sometimes my conscience really bothers me because see, he's stealing from good people. He's lying to get their money." The problem is, not, not only him, but the people that are being scammed have got to be wiser. Uh -huh. That's right. If a man calls you up on the telephone and says you just won $19 million. Exactly. <laughs> and you need to send 10000 in to get it over here. Exactly. And you send 10000 thinking he's going to give you $19 million, You ain't the smartest guy in the book. That's right. The smartest crown in the box. <laughs> so some of those scammers said they had a conscience and they felt bad. And others said they didn't feel bad at all because the people should have been wiser. Mm -hmm. And uh, people do need to be wiser. But some people, they play on your gullibility. Yeah. Yes. Anyhow, they, if it, here's the way to beat it. If it ever sounds too good to, to be, be true, true. Yeah. it is too good right. to be true. That's right. Just remember that. Yes. Amen. But anyhow, Scammers ain't nothing but professional liars is what I picked up out of that. They, they, they can tell you all this and feed, feed you all this information. It ain't nothing but a big lie. And they end up getting people's savings, mm -hmm. their retirement, and all these things because they promised they were going to hit it big if they keep giving. Yes. So anyhow, don't do it. But anyhow, I don't even know how I got off of chasing them rabbits. <laughs> But Pete, this world that we live in are good at conning people. This world that we live in is evil. It's a lot of lawlessness. Yes. They, you can't. You you got to even watch what you do when you pumping gas these days. That's right. So when you get out to pump your gas, they'll get in on the other side and drive off with your car while you pumping gas. That's right. Yes. Or they'll get your pocketbook mm -hmm. while you out there pumping gas. You got to be smart. I'm just saying we live in a lot, lot of lawlessness these days. Amen. So you have to keep your eyes open. Right. But at the same time, we need to keep our eyes open 
for opportunity yes. to actually help people that really do need help. That's right. That guy with a gas can, he showed up on my doorstep. I'm not going to tell him, I, I can't help him. That's exactly right. So look at look what James says. The best way to be a help to somebody is always ask yourself this question. If that was me, uh -huh. what would I want somebody to do for me? That's right. Ask yourself that question. And if you can walk off without it bothering you, sooner or later, it will be you. That's because right. you reap what you sow. That's Amen. right. Amen. 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 Yes. Amen. James chapter 2, verse 15. If a brother or a sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace be warm and filled but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body what does it profit thus also faith by itself if it does not have works is dead that's right amen so the bible says if we see somebody hungry and naked and we say to them this is our famous getaway speech. I'll pray for you. Get off get off the hook <laughs> as you would say. Yeah. We say after they tell us their problem yep. I ain't got no food ain't got no home I'm destitute I'm homeless, I'm hurting and we say I'll be praying for you sister. Yep. <laughs> yes. Come on. Come on. I'll be praying for you brother. Come on. I told you. If things gonna get better, brother, I'm gonna be praying for you. That's right. I got to go now. Yep. But the Bible says, if you see somebody naked and destitute in bad situation, and you have this world's goods, and you walk away, that's right. You ain't living by faith. No. You ain't doing what Jesus said. Amen. Go and do likewise. Amen. Amen. Brother Lester Summerall, my spiritual father that ordained me in the ministry, gone home to be with the Lord now. But he, used to, he started a program called Feed the Hungry. Before he died, and later on in years, the Lord said, I want you to get a food program to help feed the people in the world that are very hungry. Like, you know, people in Sudan sometimes, they have a, they, they starve in places in the world. Yes. Uh, when a hurricane hits the place, Feed the Hungry, they, they, the Lord gave him a ship. Man, he began to he'd go into uh, places that were hit by a hurricane and bring food and water. Places that would be hit by, by tornadoes or whatever, devastation. Feed the hungry would be out there. But he said a long time ago, he said, hungry bellies yep. have closed ears. That's right. That's right. That means when somebody's starving and you, you come by and you're going to tell them about how good your Jesus is, and how great your Jesus is. But leave them in the same condition that you found them in. Yeah, come on. They didn't hear nothing you said. That's, That's right. right. They didn't hear nothing because hungry bellies have closed ears. That's right. But whenever you take time to love them, when you take time to, to give them some food, put some clothes on their back, and to help them out of their situation, then they say, tell me about your Jesus. I sat here and listened to him all day long because I see the love of God in you, and it actually is, it, 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 
I can tell you a believer yes, by what you do. That's right. Go and do. Likewise, tell actually what we believe. Faith without works is dead. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. And then look at First John. First John. On back. Just keep going toward the back of the Bible. You'll find First, Second, Third John. We in First John, chapter three, verse sixteen. First John chapter three verse sixteen. Are you there? Say amen. Amen. Y'all doing good. Y'all finding it quick. By this we know love. By this we know what? Love. Love. He laid down his life for us. That's right. That was love. Amen. He did something. He just didn't just talk about what he was gonna do. He actually did. Amen. Right. Amen. And we also ought to lay down our lives for who? The brethren. The brethren. That's right. Amen. Verse 17. But whoever has this world's goods yes. and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Amen. Yes, amen. amen. Woo! My goodness, go and do likewise. Amen. It's time to do what Jesus told us to do. That's right. If we have this world's goods and see somebody hurting and walk off and leave them just like we found them, we ain't showed them the love of God. Right. What is the love of God? An action. Yes. It's a do. It's a deed. It's getting your hand dirty. That's right. Come when on. I was over in Africa this past May with Apostle Kitty, we went out into the the highways and the hedges. I mean, we was out there in the middle of nowhere. Cane patch. They had a little church. Church filled up with people. I noticed between services and coming in and out, them little children over there, man, I looked at their, their clothes and it broke my heart. These are God little children. That's right. Living in Africa, in Uganda, in Kenya. And their little shirts, man, were tore all to pieces. Some of them had pants, some of them didn't have no pants. They only had with underwear on. Yes. Their pants and their shirts that they had on, they wore every day that I was there. They didn't change clothes. Mm. They got up with this set. That's the only poly, the only set they got. Mm. And they dirty. They smelly. They torn. And when I walked in and out of that place, I said, how can I have this world's goods That's right. and go back to America and leave these children dressed like they dress. That's right. I said, I'm fixing to come up out of my pocket. Uh -huh. yeah. I'm fixing to buy me some clothes for these children. Mm -hmm. So I, I called me some guys together and said, how can I get some clothes out here in the middle of nowhere? How can I get some clothes for these children? Mm -hmm. He said, man, we need to go to Cockamega. Uh, man, Cockamega way too far off. I said, we got to have clothes now. Mm -hmm. They said, well, there's a lady down, down, down the road. They got on the motorcycle. They went to the lady's little store. Cutie knows what these stores look like. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just side the dirt road store. Ain't, ain't got no glass. <laughs> ain't, ain't got no heat, no air. Yeah. It's just 
they got some stuff. And a lot of this stuff came out of containers that maybe America sent or yeah. some other country sent. They'll take, close out these containers and lay them on the street right there and people will come by them. They'll buy used shoes, yeah. used pants, used shirt. And I, I told that guy, I said, man, here, I said, how much money do you need to, to close all these children out here? He said, man, I don't know. I said, uh, he said, probably about three, four hundred dollars. I said, man, I got it. Go get them some clothes. The lady came back with two or three croaker sacks of clothes and just laid them out. And some of them would work, some of them wouldn't. Anyhow, we bought, we bought half of that village, all them kids, we bought all of them clothes. We watched them put them on. We made sure they got the right size. Man, they were all just sitting there just wanting to get a shirt, wanting to get a pair of pants, wanting to get something new. Man, it was like Christmas to them. And we, I sat there and just watched it. Watched them give it and watched them receive it. And the Bible's true. It's more blessed to give uh -huh. yes. than it is to receive yes. Yes. You know what? When we, when we go and we give to these children, you know what? I ain't never got to worry about my children not having clothes. That's, That's right. right. Come on. Come on. Because when I, I, when I dress somebody else's child, That's Jesus is right. going to make sure my child is going to be dressed. Amen. That's how it works. So half of them got clothes, Amanda. And the other, we ran out of clothes. And that broke my heart, because I'm like, yeah. I hate to see some of these children watch these other ones get clothes. Yeah. And they were standing in line. It's like being in a food line, food gives out. Yeah, man. Yes. They'll start fighting when they see that food get low. Yes. They'll start fighting to get to the front. Yes. Anyhow, I made a promise. <clears throat> I said, Anissimus, if you're watching this, you know this is true. I told Anissimus, our leader there, I said, I'm making a promise. I'm giving my word. I'm going I'm to send you money. And I said, I want you to come back through this village when you're over here in Uganda. And I want you to make sure the other half of these children that didn't get no, no clothes, you come back through here and you make sure they get the clothes that I promised them. You hear me? Yes. He said, I'll do it. So I sent them $1,000. Oh. And they, we, I, we went to another yeah. village. We, we clothed all them children, and we clothed this, this village. Praise so the Lord. God wants us to give. Praise Not when we have this world's goods. That's See, right. I had a pocket full of money, uh, y'all. When I went over there, I filled my pockets up. Not with $5 bills, neither. $100 bills, Larry. And then when I run into a situation, guess what? I don't have to pray that the Lord want me Amen. to buy them clothes. Amen. That's right. That's right. I got this world's goods. Yes. They need some clothes. Amen. What am I going to do? Jesus said, go and do likewise. Yes. Do what I want you to do. Yes. Do what I would do if I was here. Yes. Take care of these children. Because hungry bellies have clothes deep. Right. Don't sit in here and preach all day long yes. about faith and how to do this and how to do that, how to live right and how to do this. And walk off and leave these people like you found them. No. Right. You do something for them people. Amen. You love them people. Amen. And when you walk up, when you walk away, they might not have heard nothing you said all day during that conference. But they'll remember that act of love. Yes, Amen. that's right. They'll remember that act of love. Right. So, I just want to encourage y'all, when you're out there in this world, yes. when you're shopping, 
when you're going to get your, your, your groceries or something at Walmart, look for an opportunity. And when you see it, don't pass it by. Amen. Don't pass it by. That's right. Seize the moment. Yes. Get involved and love somebody. Man, if you got this world's goods, listen, I got so many testimonies about this. It, it, <laughs> there was a man over at Longhorns. And every time I, when, I don't go to Longhorns all the time because y'all know it talk, take money <laughs> at, at Longhorn. But I love Longhorn. My wife loved the bread at Longhorn. <laughs> so I like to take her. We, we like to go to Longhorns together. That's our date. But every time I'd go, and my daddy would be, when he was alive, we'd go to Longhorns. And there was a man that was sleeping on the bench out there at Longhorns in Athens. His name was Andy. And I got to know Andy. How did I get to know Andy? Because I walked over to where Andy was. Yes. And I asked him what his name was. Mm -hmm. And I looked at his legs and I said, put your britches leg up, Andy. Pulled his britches leg up and he had brogans on. And his legs were swole like this. Mm -hmm. Getting hurt all he ain't get his shoes off. He's so swole. He ain't got no help. He ain't got no doctor. He ain't got no social security. He ain't got no retirement. He's homeless from another country. And anyhow, I went over there and got, a, got talked to Andy. I prayed with Andy. And I'd always, at minimum, give him $50. That was minimum. On a good day, I might give him 100 or 200 Y'all say, Whoa, that's a big blessing for a homeless man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And really, he was thankful. Yeah. And as soon as I gave it to him, guess what he did? He made a dart mm -hmm. across the road to go get him something to eat. Yeah. But here's the thing. Every time I went to Longhorns, I looked around the corner to see if Andy was on the bench. Yeah. Because the Lord wouldn't let me go into Longhorns. That's right. Thank and eat a steak or salmon, or order anything off that menu and leave him out there with nothing to eat. That's right. I don't know how the Lord works with y'all, but he don't let me do that. He don't let me buy with stuff like That's that. That's right. No. I, don't, I can't go in there and, and just be cutting this thing up and thinking about Andy. No, the first thing I could, if I wanted to enjoy my meal, yeah. first thing I had to do was take care of Andy. That's right. And listen, I would have brought Andy into Longhorns if they would have let me. But because of the way he was dressed and the way he smelled, they didn't want him inside. But, and Andy didn't really care about going inside. No. But I blessed Andy. And I prayed with Andy. And I prayed for him to accept Jesus Christ there on that bench one day. Yes. But I didn't go into the, the sinner's prayer the first time I met him. No. I just loved on him. Amen. I'm just so in love, Amen. so in mercy. Sowing grace, yes. sowing Jesus into his life. And then one day, after, after a while, them hungry bellies, them ears open. Yes. And he sees the love of Jesus. And Sophie and my kids, me and Josh, would always walk up. I said, come over here, Josh. Come over here, children. I want y'all to see what we think to do for this man here. Because this is what I want y'all to grow up and do 
Yes. When y'all get old. That's right. Don't you leave people like this. This man really needed some help. That's right. And he really was thankful. Yeah. That really, really was thankful. So, every, I, I really think, not long ago, about a year or two ago, last year, I had a man write me a $20,000 check for missions. That same man wrote me another check for 50000 Yep. Same year. And then he wrote me a $100,000 check. Mm. And I think a lot of it goes back to me sowing into Andy's life. Amen. That's right, amen. amen. That's how you get blessed. Yes. Amen. Is by being a blessing. That's right. But you don't get blessed by walking on by. That's right. That's right, Pastor. And if you ever break outside the road, there ain't nobody gonna stop and help you if you ain't gonna help nobody else. That's right. right. Come Preach on. It. Yes. Amen. Amen. So whatever the Lord puts in front of you. Show the love of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Go and do likewise, Brother Amen. Tim. Amen. Yes. Amen. It will affect your family. Yes. It will affect the church. That's right. This church knows we're going to take care of people. That's yes. right. Amen. Come up here, Larry. Tell them, tell them what we did, how we helped you. <clears throat> Good morning, everyone. Larry, let, 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 me, let me close this offer. If you're watching by media, it was our honor to come come and be with you in your living room today. Wherever you're at, Uganda, Kenya, Asia, wherever, we love you. I hope this, this message blessed you. I just want to encourage you today, go and do what Jesus told you to do. Go and do likewise. And mainly, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today, open up your heart. He'll give you a life worth living. All you have to do is believe. You can't get saved by works. But you can get saved by grace, through faith, in Jesus Christ. Amen. He died on the cross. He rose from the dead on the third day. If you believe this in your heart and confess with your mouth, you shall be born again. Yes. Washed in the blood. And your name will be recorded in the Lamb Book of Life. Today, don't wait another, another hour. Today, make a decision to let Jesus be the Lord of your life. He loves you. I love you. And may Jesus be with you. Go and do likewise. Amen. Amen. <laughs>